0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode number 27 of In at the Side. Obviously, we've got regulars, Mr. Dom Hardman and Scenario O'Neill, and today we are joined by a prestigious guest of Mr. Saylala Mapsua. Saylala, how are you doing, buddy?
1: Hey, fellas, good, thank you. Um, it's a bit past my bedtime down down, down down here, but uh, not anything for you guys.
0: <laughs> <I> appreciate <laughs> you staying <laughs> up for us. <laughs> yeah, fantastic, thank you for joining, buddy. So just obviously gonna to touch a little bit on your career first. You obviously started down in New Zealand and played for Otago and Highlanders and what what was that like obviously sort of burst onto the scene in Super Rugby?
1: Um, oh it was crazy. Um I, I went to I went to high school up in, in, in South Auckland, um, which is the other side of the country and then um yeah, moving down to the South Island in New Zealand, I'm not sure that you guys are aware it's a, it was a bit of a culture shock for myself um, coming, coming down here, and it was a lot colder than what I was used to. Um, it was the first time I'd actually lived somewhere where it snowed, um, but it, it was cool. Um, you know, it was it was uh, early days of uh, professional rugby, um, and, um, and I was I was I was joining a. Uh, a team and a union that were um, playing some exciting rugby at the time. Um, so now was, it, it was awesome to come down and um, learn learn my trade, I suppose. And then um, Dunedin is also a bit of a university; it's a university town. So um, had a hell of a time um, learning <laughs> learning how to be a professional rugby player. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was it was probably you know, it was a great stuff for. Uh, yeah for me
2: yeah how did it compare to obviously you, you know you you played in super Rugby for quite a while then you went over to the premiership. How did each league compare which which league did you find more challenging
1: um both i found both quite challenging um mm. it, it, it's it's hard to compare because um, <clears throat> they're they're both very very different and um mm. and 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 both um really challenging and competitive environments. Um, super rugby was just um, it was just all go, all action all, 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 all the time and the weather and, and, and the players and you're playing against you know, test players from Australia and, 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 and South Africa and, and, and New Zealand every other weekend so mm. um, it, 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 was, um, it was really hard and, and fast rugby and then when I got to the premiership, you know, um, the, the weather kind of dictated um, how 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 the game was played um, up mm. there, but it, it was still just as challenging. It was um, a lot more physical um, at, at, at the time for me, I suppose. Um, and and um, yeah, it really made me. Um, uh, I, th- I, th- I think it was it was great for me. It just really opened up my eyes into mm. a, a, another way of, of of playing the game, and and. Um, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got to admit, I've, as a as a London Irish fan, it was a pleasure sort of watching you play. And some of the boys came over. I think you played with Oliver uh, Savialli, Callum so plenty of safety islanders came over, and it was a fantastic run Oh, we
1: had a great crew. Um, you know, one thing I loved about London Irish was a uh, great bunch of lads. You know. From it was it was a yeah, it really was a, a a great mix of you know, Irish lads, English lads, a few South Africans, and then, you know, through, through and a few Pacific Islanders, and um, sometimes it made for a dangerous mix both on and off the field.
3: A couple of big socials,
1: were there? Yeah, well, they were brilliant. Yeah, they, it was it was uh, I got to. One of the highlights, I think, for me coming to London Arch was you know, lining up uh, alongside someone, someone like Mike Um mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I was kind of fanboying when I turned up um, to, the, mm-hmm. to the club. Was, I was running out Mike Cat and Olivier Manier. and I was like looking at these guys are my heroes when I was when, when I was uh, you know, these yeah. guys I love watching watch, you know, watching um, watching play when I was growing up. So Amazing. That, that that was really cool, and then. Um, a really good bunch of lads um, that I got to play with and, and come up with, and, and Nick Kennedy, you know, Bob Casey, David Price, the Armitage brothers, Topsy Ojo. I mean, like it's it's unfair to name those guys, but um, it was it was a great crack at the time.
2: And who was who was the worst uh, on the drink? Who did you when you when you saw oh. it for the social? Who did you think? Of? I, I think
3: the term is who's the who's the worst on the lash, not on the drink, as if they're alcoholics, still.
2: On well, the lash, drink, <laughs> same thing, isn't it?
1: <laughs> um, we, had, we had a few uh, ticking time bombs. I think Stiff and Stiff and amateur was, he oh, was a nightmare. He was a real, <laughs> real, <pit. laughs> was a real and um, um, we had. Um, uh we big, uh, big Chris hello um, fear he was kind of like the enforcer of the team and um, whenever whenever a bit of a social um, and Chris turned up but i um, would know, get a text or a call on the phone is are you coming because Chris has just turned up just I had to make sure I kept the <laughs> keep them <laughs> get the reins on him <laughs> but uh uh, every, everyone had their moments um, and everyone brought uh, brought, brought different um, gifts to the party I suppose mm. um, but, yeah, just just like any other team i suppose Brilliant.
4: Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: saying about so we've had our like club experiences which fantastic and I know you went off and played in Japan as well for a bit but I just want to touch on the um play of international rugby so obviously you're fortunate enough to play for Samoa. <coughs> Also, you played for the Pacific Islanders. So how, how, did all, how did that feel? Oh, nationally
1: Yeah, I mean, asking the international and they'll tell you playing for their country it was, it was the pinnacle. Um, I was really lucky to be able to you know, play for Samoa in the 2007 World Cup and 2011 World Cup and, and you know, various tours in there. It is um, it it was a a childhood dream fulfilled. Um, I remember watching the nineteen ninety one World Cup when I was you know, just a young lad, and, and seeing um, seeing Samoa kind of arrive on the international stage, you know, uh, beating beating Wales mm. and, and Argentina, and um, yeah, it was to, to be able to you know, pull the jersey on was 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 pretty special. Also got to play in those Pacific Island teams, and um, I remember I was in, involved in the inaugural team in 2004, and it was possibly the most talented team I'd ever been in. Um, you know, we had we had you know, these Fijian locks that could run like the Fijian wingers. <laughs> Couldn't could really tell them apart, and uh, we, I think we had out of the six front rowers in the squad, five of them were Tongan. Uh, just these big hulking men that would uh, know, go into meals and you know, they'll have their own kind of table that you know, there was a space in between each of them and no one dared kind of <laughs> went over and see how they <laughs> and sit with them during meals so um, the, the Pacific Island teams were, were really special and um, it's uh, I suppose it's, it's the Pacific's version of the, of the British Marsh Lions. Yeah, um, you kind of got the 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 cream of the crop, and um, you know, for for the Pacific, it was uh, it was the cream of the crop. Um, and and, and miss, missing a few play for, for 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 other countries, but um, uh, probably the biggest difference would be budgets. Um, yeah. um, mm. it, it is what it is. But um, I, I'm I'm sure the experiences were were similar and um, yeah, that was it was uh, definitely definitely a special moment in my career man, uh, representing the Pacific.
2: Would you say that was a a more memorable moment than you know playing for Samoa? What what's your sort of top highlight of your whole career?
1: Um, oh, well, uh, playing for Samoa. I think my first test is all was always going to be special, but mm. I think. Um, Beating, beating the Wallabies in two thousand and eleven was, was definitely the highlight of my my Samoan career. Um, especially as Australia were ranked, ranked number two of the world at the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It was just before the World Cup, so that's that's definitely up there as a as a pretty special moment. Um, yeah, playing playing for the Pacific Islands, it's it, it's right up there as well.
3: Yeah, is I'll that see. something you'd like to see back to that team? Come back around and, and do it all again. Do you think it'll be beneficial?
1: Definitely, um, beneficial. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too sure. But mm. grateful. For, for the fans. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, definitely. Whether it would be like a alliance type thing, whereas every kind of four years. But mm. um, uh, I'd love to see them bring some, something like that back. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, Oh, the, 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 the tour is a good fun because uh, it's it's not as much it is and it isn't a lot of pressure mm-hmm. um, you're not playing for your, your own, own country but you're playing for the bigger region so there's, there's no pressure and, and a lot of pressure at the same time mm-hmm. I think is a, the best way I can explain it um, but yeah good fun nonetheless because playing in the, the Pacific Nations Cups or The games between Tonga, Samoa, and Fiji are probably um, some of the hardest (laughs) games I've ever played in. Uh, Just simply because the collisions are unreal. Um, And it is, it's it's tribal warfare.
2: Yeah.
1: uh, When you finally get to play alongside them, it's like, actually, let's go, uh, let's go try and beat everyone else up. Like
2: you say, it's
3: definitely something uh, fans would want to see. Yeah, uh, what, what do you think stopping it? Do you think it's just purely financials that would uh, would stop that?
1: Yep, yeah, financials. I, I think the global season is already pretty jam packed as it is. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, COVID nineteen's uh, allowed us just to take a take a bit of a breather and and, and, and given us an opportunity to hopefully um, look look at our game and and and, and 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 kind of search for ways to do things better once we.
2: It or, uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. I was I was going to actually ask you, if there was one law you could change uh, to promote attacking rugby, what would you do? If you were you know, head of world rugby and you just thought, right, we're going to promote attacking rugby, what would you change?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think... Uh, I, maybe I know they've been trolling the. You can't kick it out of the full, mm. and, and um, even in your twenty-two. Um, I like the idea of um, the where the position on the field where where the origin of the try comes from. Mm. So if 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 your origin is from your own twenty-two. Uh, it's worth more points if you score the try so set pieces uh-huh. in the 22 meter line yep. and your 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 try is, 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 is worth more as yep. opposed to origin is, is, is in the opposite 22 It's mm. um, a good idea yeah I, I, I think that's I, I quite like tens
4: yeah
1: <laughs> I like because I like <laughs> it's it's not sevens it's not good for because, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, guys it, it's, yeah, it's close enough It's close enough to 15s But with a little bit more space
3: Yeah well, yeah, these are quite nicely on Obviously, well, Robby announcing the, the sort of the new changes of Seemingly replacing scrums with Free kicks and, and, and other things What's your, Have you had a re-throw those? What do you think of that? Like uh, those changes they've proposed
1: Oh, is this the, 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 the recent ones You're just talking about? Yeah Yeah, yeah yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't it around? Um, kind of. Wasn't it to mitigate uh, long periods of gatherings for COVID nineteen? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of thought they were uh, a little bit of a waste of time, to be honest. No, um, <laughs> you. Know, you, you, you Rugby is a contact game, you're gonna be making contact, so to, 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 to bring in any kind of laws or changes that's to stop you from having long, you know, prolonged periods of of, uh, of contact is, you might as well play a different sport, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't see there's a reason to be changing changing the laws.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, before you know it, they'll be getting you to do hand sanitizer before every scrum and line out and uh, stop the game <laughs> in the middle for a hand wash and, you know. <laughs> Is, yeah, you know, loads of ideas.
1: <laughs> is, so I mean, I, I know it's very serious, but at the same time, um, you know, it's just, just play touch.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And do you, when, obviously, there's been announcements of, uh, you know, Super Rugby coming back and, and, and Rugby coming back at different stages around the world. Um, do you think that Playing in front of empty stadiums or in, with no fans, do you think that's going to affect teams? Do you think they're going to play less hard, or do you, do you think that they'll just go at it, you know, as they would normally?
1: I think I think it might affect a few individuals,
4: mm. but
1: as, as as we know, once once the whistle goes, you you, you kind of you kind of block. You no, know, you don't really notice yeah. about unless you're playing. Uh, unless you're playing someone like Kingstone in, in front of the shed. Or, I'm glad you yeah, mentioned yeah. King Jam. You I don't know
2: who, that <laughs> hate I'm that. a Gloucester fan, so I always talk about you yeah, it. Did, you, uh, did you two chat before the show?
4: Yeah,
1: well, I, I slipped him a <laughs> five I mean,
2: just to mention it.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I remember of Kingsham, like Playing in front of the shed, it, it's horrible. Yeah. You know, you, you, the, the fans are right there, so if you take that away... Uh, and I've always thought it gives Gloucester an un, unfair advantage. <laughs> it, you, you, take, you take the crowd out of it, you uh, know, it becomes uh, I, is it a disadvantage. I'm, I'm not too sure, but yeah. I'd say for the most part, players will, uh, there is something special about playing in front of your home fans and, and, and your supporters and uh, whether whether or me that they, go, they don't go as hard, I think, mm. It's it's still a business as well. So players are playing for their livelihood, and and and, and, and we'll be professional about that. But um, mm.
2: you know, you, I, I know you mentioned before that that some clubs have been playing fan noise in the uh, in the stadiums. Yeah. Do you think that's going to catch on? Do you think everyone's going to be starting to do that?
1: Oh, it's it's, it's weird. There's, there's been quite a bit of talk in, uh, over the this other world around it um, because the first game was last night mm. in the NRL, and um, you know. People are asking questions like, so they've recorded this from other games. Do the people that were at those games, do they get royalties over the use of <laughs> 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 the... They'd have to go around and
2: ask every single person.
1: <laughs> right. So I, I think I think it will catch on, but mm. I don't think it will last. No. Um, I think the novelty will, will wear off uh, in, in the end. And... Um, mm. Yeah, I hope no, fingers crossed we we, you know, we get fans back to the games because
4: yeah.
1: you know, they yeah. are they are part of the event, they're part of the spectacle, and and, and I know players you know, really really um, appreciate it and, and, and enjoy enjoy having the fans there wasn't
2: well, we've meant, we touched on this before, but it's not just, uh, you know, the, the players getting back and the flan, fans being able to watch, but it's the big rugby towns that are missing out on the money. You know, every time, like you mentioned, uh, Gloucester and Kingsville, they, they've lost thousands because that's their, effectively, that one of their main revenues is rugby. You know, that most of their economy comes on a Saturday, you know, when the rugby's on, uh, and that sort of sees them through the rest of the week. You know, there's there's only other little shops and things in town otherwise. Um so there's there's you know small companies you know in, in Gloucester and, and other towns around the UK and around the world that are, that are struggling. So it's it's everyone's benefit to get back, but obviously we've got to do it sensibly and and with government advice. You know depending on where you are.
1: Absolutely. You know I'm, I'm involved back now with our with the community game here in and the, the tiger and right just seeing they're seeing clubs. You know this is rugby is is, is is how a lot of these clubs operate you know mm. it's at the it's the patrons at at, at the bar afterwards you know after after a game that they, they keep these clubs afloat and um, yeah. um hope you know, hopefully you know, we were able to get back to that but the the road to recovery some 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 clubs won't won't you know, won't be able to recover
4: mm. so
1: you no know, he, he's hoping that we get back to a better time soon yeah
4: yes.
1: Just said yeah, said they can no one, they can keep the shit empty.
3: I don't think uh I don't think Gloucester, I don't think Gloucester town centre's gonna be missing Neil's two beers after the game to be <laughs> <laughs> that's,
4: that's just, a lot. Just,
0: just tracking tracking back a little bit, saying about sort of the whole Pacific rugby region. Just before I go into a little bit about rugby players and your association with them, um, I was gonna say about Pacific Islanders. Obviously, you've got a lot of transition where a lot of people will go and play for New Zealand. Um, I think you played with, um, was it Sivivati? And he was yeah. part of the Pacific Islanders team in 2004 and then made his New Zealand debut in 2005. Yeah. How, how much of that comes about? Is that through New Zealand Rugby Union approaching players or is that through people growing up in Fiji, Samoa wanting to play for New Zealand?
1: I, I think so. For for the for the players that grow up in in, in, the, in the islands, um, in Fiji, Tonga, and Samoa, a lot of them um, come to New Zealand on on high school scholarships. So they, they come they come here for their last two years of high school on on a scholarship. And for any kid in the islands, no, that's that's a golden ticket. That's no, um, that's that's for for some of them, it's. It's coming to running water. It's coming to hot water. You know, mm-hmm. It's coming to, 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 to opportunities, um, which which they may not have got in in, in, in the islands. You know, out know, the our, our Pacific Islands are third world countries. So you know, it, the the law of opportunities in, in New Zealand and Australia is, is is too too great to ignore. And once they come here, you know, that's where I suppose. The, the influence of of the All Blacks jersey and, and and rugby, that's that's where it kind of takes over, and then, um, you know, and that's where I suppose the the dream of playing for the All Blacks starts. Um, I know, some some might start a lot earlier, but for a lot of them, they come over and they find out actually I'm I'm actually not too bad, and, and, and I could really make a career out of this. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, so that's where that kind of starts. And someone like City, um, who, who came over from Fiji and he uh, came over with scholarship in high school, actually went to my high school uh, a few years after me, and then you know, got an opportunity to play for the Obelix. And um, you know, who's, who's going to turn, turn down that opportunity? So for us at Pacific Rugby Players, well, now we support. We support we support our players just doing anything they can to to, to, to get a better future for themselves and and for most of those you know, for, I'd say for all of the PI players for, for their families as well.
3: Yeah. Right. So how is that how is that viewed of coming coming over from one of the islands and and then deciding to play for another nation? Is that is that viewed in a, a negative light or a positive way?
1: I think it's 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 more viewed in an understanding light. I, yeah, I feel like whilst you know, myself, I'd love for these boys to to to, to play for the islands and, and and strengthen the teams in that sense. But at the same time, I understand, and, and you can't begrudge them for, for 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 playing for if they're good enough to play for the number one team in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the way I see it, the <coughs> um, the city um, city Vini was he was still a Fijian kid. Playing for the All Blacks, so whether he's playing for the All Blacks, but he's still representing you know, Fiji. Um, so that, I think that's that's how that's how we look at it. I mean, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, um, what I'm trying to do now is, um, I suppose, I'm trying to make the the island teams um, to be to be players first choices rather than the, than um, the second choice or, or third choice
0: obviously um, so we've spoken previously there's the Pacific Rugby Players Association that um, yeah. well it's growing more and more of a basis and like, I've had quite a look into it and everything and particularly the whole um, my body my future thing as well yeah. how did how did the whole Pacific um, Rugby Players getting into that how did that come about and founding it
1: um, so I'll start off with Myself um, Hale T. Pole uh, I used to play up at He uh, used to play here at the Highlanders in Southland And Southland And also played internationally for Tonga The 07 and 2015 World Cups And and at the time was the Fijian captain, Deacon Manu I Used to play at, uh, at Scarlet's As well as the Chiefs um, We were playing in our annual Pacific Pacific, uh, our PNC our Pacific Nations Championships, and uh, and we really struggled. the Island teams really struggled um, with, with, with with kind of in the past with their own unions in terms of uh, things like uh, getting getting paid, um, gear, travel, accommodation. It was um, it really wasn't well organized and. Um, uh, at the time, for a lot of us, we were all coming from professional environments and then getting into the island teams and just looking around thinking uh, this is not good enough. Um, so we, we kind of decided at the time that we, and we'd all been a part of like I was part of the RPA in the UK and we'd all been part of uh, uh, player associations around the world so we, we figured it was, it was it was a need for for the Pacific Island teams and we knew that we couldn't do, at the time, we couldn't do Doing individual ones would wouldn't be as strong. So forming one to, to, to cater for all, all three teams was was going to be a lot more beneficial. And yeah, slowly we we start off with just a um, sorry for swearing, up. I'm sick of the shit. <laughs> <We> started <laughs> with, with, with that, and um, and, then, and then we moved on to right. How do you know, How do we? How do we get it formalized? How, no, how, how do we really get in a position to be able to influence and, and to have an impact on on how um, any future more Tongan, Fijian players um, Because I guess we didn't want we didn't want the the next generation of players to have to go through the same things we had to go through in terms of uh, governance and organisation and and or, or lack of. Um, and so we started around. We had that meeting in 2011, 2012. And then with the help of um, the International Rugby Player Association with um, Josh Blackie, who was at, at, at the time we you know, we slowly built up and uh, got a constitution, got um, uh, became an incorporated society and and just really went from there um, to, to, to where we are now. We're, um, you know, we, we were bored. We have a CEO who has um, professional development managers. Um, kind of, we're still, we're still, we're still getting there. I know we've got a, I think he's got a staff of about three. We have a, now we have a full time uh, professional man- uh, development manager in Fiji, and and, and we have uh, in the UK we have uh, Junior Fatsilova who's our um, players um, relationship manager, and he works with, along with the RPA guys. And then in France, we've got a couple of um, part-timers who, who who kind of look after France and Joe Rokothoko and um, Marion I can't even pronounce the last name Salvador who who they look you know, they look after all um, our players over there. So we're slowly trying to um, grow, um, and 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 now we we built it up to a point where. And we, we have relationships with with the with the three unions, and we were, we were able to get in um, just things like simple things like memorandums of understandings with, with with each of the three unions to work together with them, as opposed to what we were doing. we were playing, with just banging heads, and and uh, that wasn't getting us anywhere. So we were actually, trying to work with them, and 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 then, and also with working with World Rugby, just to make sure that our voices are being heard, and, and, and you know, we're... we. We are finally, finally got a, finally uh, getting some seats at the at the adult well,
0: well, it's, it's some fantastic work, and I'm sure like the boys will agree. Like anything like that, we'll happily sort of share out, get the word out because it's. Definitely. I yeah,
1: appreciate yeah. that.
4: So,
1: yeah, a, a, big, a, 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 a big part of what we do is probably what we call the pre-elite, um, and 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 so that's gearing up our young boys on the islands who are, you know, potential to become professional rugby players because you go from being in the village way right down the middle of nowhere to all of a sudden you know, being in the middle of London or being in the middle of Paris <laughs> and with all this money thrown at you. <laughs> no, support, no support systems in no the place where there you know, no family, no village around you to, to kind of keep you in check. And that's where our problems are occurring. So you know, making yeah. sure that we're kind of gearing them up before they, they get over there and then Make sure we're providing support when they get there for a soft learning.
2: Not such a shock then,
1: is it? No. If it's a shock for me, then I I can't imagine what's for for a all of these boys.
0: I know know Neil's got a couple of things to sort of ask as well. A
2: couple of scenarios,
0: yeah. Yeah, a couple of scenarios. But I've got, so obviously being from Pacific, being from Samoa, over here, like I think it's World National Samoan Language Week anyway. And i am probably yeah. a fool of myself saying that we're all having a bit of a Talanoa. Right.
4: A... From
0: from Samoa, if like we had to say, there's one bit of, if there's like one Samoan saying or something that you think everyone should follow, the Samoan language, what
1: would it be? Um, probably just, uh, Seki. 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 Se- seki. seki. What does that mean? Sweetest. <laughs> <Very good.
4: Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. so you can ask like a question or be like, "Seki, your Seki." Are you okay? I'm very well, thank
2: you. <laughs> like savoir in French.
1: Yes, perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I, Obviously, I don't know. Obviously, how, how much you know about Dodgers Sevens, we're kind of a big deal. So I'd be surprised if you hadn't heard of us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, as I said, we've got that shirt for you for next season. We'll uh, we'll get you playing. Um, you know, you have to start on the bench, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, staff. I want to briefly go back to your career and particularly the end of it. So you had a you know fabulous career. You played for your national side. You played Super Rugby. You played in the Premiership, um, Japan as well, obviously. When it came to the end of it, did you, I mean, we're massive advocates of mental health awareness, uh, particularly men's, you know, through rugby as well. Um, and it's always a question that we do ask a lot of our guests. Did you suffer at all sort of mentally when you, when you retired or was it about time or, you know, because I can imagine that a lot of players that play professionally go from playing every day training and all this to, to nothing. Uh, I can imagine it's, it's quite a big shock. Was, was that the case for yourself? It
1: hey, was massive. Yeah. it was it was it was something that I'm, I'm now trying to pass on to, to any any of our boys that are retiring I mean I'd heard about it I heard about what they call the transition yeah um, you know, I, I finished up from Japan in 2016 and you know, I, I thought I'd give myself you know, six months off and just just to chill out and relax and so I came back to tiger I came back to the um, with, with my family my wife's from here, so I kind of had no choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I came back and I thought I'd just chill out, enjoy the summer, uh, New Zealand summer. And I kind of, one first month went past, and I was like, man, this is awesome. And, uh, I don't have to go to training, don't have to put my boots on because I really struggled in my, my last year of, of playing. Uh, I think it was season 17. I, I really struggled with putting my boots on. Mm-hmm. And, and tie my shoelaces once i was up and running was, i was fine but just the act of tying my shoelaces my bootlaces up was was a real struggle for me and um mm-hmm. so I, I i i i decided to to, to finish there um, the club where we were, we were wanting to talk but I, um it was actually the year before i was, I was gonna finish but I said one more year, so I did one more year, and I kind of got the end of that year, and I thought I don't want to be in the same position this time next year. I, I want to, I want to get on with my life. And I was, I think I was, um, I think it was, yeah, just about to turn thirty-six, so, um, so I was happy to I was happy to finish. But once I got here, the you know, first month was awesome. Uh, this is great living the life. Second month was, yeah, this is, yep, now it's still cool. It is. Third month, I was ripping my hair out, like, um, I need to do something. So finally, finally got a, um, a Tiger Rugby. We were looking for uh, some coach development officers. So I started off there. And so it, it was great. You know, I, I went from playing, had a couple of months off, straight into a new role. And I remember my first day at work. I, I turned up and I um, you know, met everyone and it was awesome It was real exciting for me And then everyone just went off to their desk i was like, oh hey This was, everyone went off to And I kind of just stood around like So what else should I do now? Yeah. <laughs> so I went and sat on my desk And kind of just looked at everyone What they were doing yeah. trying to figure out What I was supposed to do um, Even though I interviewed for the job <laughs> And then at the lunchtime I was like, sweet and I was really to say, hey, who wants to go for lunch? But mm-hmm. people were still working. Some people were in meetings, and and it was then it kind of helped me. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm 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 really not in a in a, in a, in a team anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not in the team environment, and uh, there was no there was no banter with the boys, and and, and it took me it took me quite a while to um, I'd I'd say a good two years. Mm. To, to fully transition, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and 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 so I threw myself into a bit of study, um, and, and, and last and my first year um, out sounds like I've come out of jail or something, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, that's what it felt like because I'd been so institutionalized and <coughs> and, routine and and and. I was told where to go, what to do. This is where you need to be. This is what you wear, and this is how heavy you have to be. This is what you eat, you know. And 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 I was so used to that that when it came time to I had to do it do it for myself, I I, I actually struggled a bit. And, and so, um, I even I'd go to the gym. I thought i oh, yeah. still still keen to train and and, and uh, I'd absolutely kill myself on the gym. Mm. Uh, I'd come out absolutely swinging because that's the only way I knew how to train. Yeah.
2: Would you say you missed the social side more uh, when you stopped? Would Would you say you missed the social side of rugby more when you stopped? Because like you say, you can go to the gym and absolutely beast yourself and, and effectively do the same amount of physical work. But if, if you're not having that time at the end where you're having banter with your mates, is, is that the biggest oh. loss, do you think?
1: I, I think... No, I've I've had a few years now to think about it, and and, and people ask me now, what do I miss the most? Is mm. it's 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 the changing room. I miss the games. I love. You now, there's games I'll always remember, and there's games that always you know, um, that just certain games, not wow. all. Like there's so many games I couldn't tell what the score was, that I might remember someone or something from the game. <laughs> Um it's it's the change room. So it's the change room at training during the week. It's the change room just before the game. It's you know, the change room just just after the as soon as the game's finished, whether you know, yeah. you've won or you or you've lost. So I, I kinda of thought what I missed the most was 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 the locker room and, and all the emotions and 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 memories that came with it. And I think that is like, that is probably what I miss the most about rugby, is, mm. is, 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 is the changing of okay. I've
2: got one more question on that um, before we go into scenario time, as we call it. Um, the one question on that is, um, so uh, what what one piece of advice would you give to someone that is coming to the end of their career, whether it be professional or grassroots, what one piece of advice would you give them to sort of lessen the blow from playing? What, what would you sort of advise them to do?
1: I think staying connected, mm. I think is, is important and but staying connected to, um, to, to, to people, out you know, people outside the game whilst you're in the game. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think it's massive. Um, but also, I you know, once, once you come out, like, I was fortunate enough to have, um, you know, one of my, one of my best mate who, Retired a few years before me, and so he he knew exactly what I was about to go through. So he was, you know, it was almost getting annoying, like you know, I'll bring me up, come and skip for a coffee, yeah, I'll come for a of <laughs> um, and, and, and but like he was always checking in on me. So it's important to make sure you have that support system yeah. in place, um, and uh, it doesn't have to be rugby mates. It could be, you know, it could be your parents. It could be anyone. It could be. You know, Probably not, I'll, I'll su- suggest not your significant other.
3: We make mates you then, Neil. for <laughs> <Mate laughs> me,
1: yeah. Because <cheers laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they, they, they will probably need their own support person because um, mm. it's a big deal for them as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that'd be my advice. Just stay stay connected and, and make sure that whilst, if you are playing, now uh, make sure you're having interests and friends outside of the game. Um, mm. And it's important because what I've noticed now is that I've made so many friends throughout rugby, yeah. but none of them live in the same city as me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's um, it's really important to get those uh, um, mm. that network outside of rugby as well.
2: It's great advice. Great advice. Right, um, we've been asking all our guests recently uh, for a top fifteen. Now the rules are slightly flexible. Okay. We've once well we first started off with players that you've played with, then we kind of moved it to uh players you shared a pitch with. We thought we'd do a bit of a slant on it today, and we thought um in terms of the uh yourself obviously um and in honor of them, we thought uh, to ask you for a Pacific Islanders fifteen.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Um, and what we're
2: going to do is, is match all these teams against each other on sort of social media and get the fans to sort of, you know, vote on which team they think, the think would go through and that sort of the thing. The fans. The fans. <laughs> You've got a massive fan base, Dom. You've got a massive fan base.
1: So, so would, would, would this be like Pacific Islanders have just played for the Pacific Islands? Like, I can't pick money or believe oh, here
0: or...
3: Oh, that's a big clause there. I, I'd say that's completely up to you. Let's say Pacific <laughs> Heritage.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll 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 uh I'll go with players that have only represented the Pacific Islands, just to keep it out. Otherwise, oh, yeah, we'll be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, for so should I start with the front row? Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, um, Lucid Prop, I'll probably go. I know he's a tired, but I'll go um, for Al Felice. Um, next carter player um, Hooker oh, Trevor mm, good choice um, tie head I'll have to go uh, Tessus Johnston um, Locks oh. um, one would definitely be Leone Nakarawa um mm. Wait, do I have to have played with against these guys? No,
2: no. No, not necessarily.
1: Okay. Um uh the other lock. Oh. That's a tough one. Um oh. I'll throw in um I'll throw in my mate Daniel Leo in there? Um, why is flanker? There's yeah. so many to choose from. Um,
3: so he's your mate as well, isn't he? Donovan, yeah. I played against him last,
1: last week <laughs> before. Um, yeah. six, like uh, I think I will go Chris Hollow fear at six. Um, seven. Oh, this is tough. Probably Nelly Latu and eight. Eight, I'll go just because he's a whole background by himself as well. Henry Tulani, yeah. Um, nine, I'll go Khan Foto-Ali. Um, ten. Oh, wow. Um, tussie Pissie. Eleven will be, wow, any Fijian in the world. Um, <laughs> like you got um, 11,
0: a lot from
1: that. <laughs> uh, I think eleven of the wingers I've played with will probably be Serili Um, Twelve, I would put uh Fumano Saapolu in there. Um, thirteen um, Sarah Rambini Uh got his soul. Uh, fourteen will be Alessandra uh and fifteen oh, um I fifteen. I actually don't know. <laughs> um, maybe another Fiji.
0: I was going to say, no, no uh, Rupani Fowfow on either wing.
4: Yeah, oh.
3: uh, yeah that's a, a big shout. Well,
1: there you go. There's, there's my fullback.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> who, awesome. uh,
2: who would you have managing the team?
1: Oh, I'd have to put myself somewhere, wouldn't
2: I? <laughs> <laughs> so not many of our guests have put themselves in the team. I, I'd put myself in straight away if I wasn't even...
1: <laughs>
4: uh, now, fair, um,
2: fair play for not all the positions.
3: We get some guests on and they're like, I'll just do a back line or I'll just do a forward pack because they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't know the whole setup. up <laughs>
4: uh,
2: Right, one uh, question I've been asking all of our guests is uh, the lockdown question. Um you you're locked down for two weeks this is the scenario uh with someone you've played with in your career okay um you can't go outside you can't have your hours exercise you're literally locked in people are bringing you food each day who would make it an absolute nightmare who do you think you couldn't survive two weeks with as someone that you played with in your oh
1: good question (laughs) um I could probably have one from every team I've played in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think Javi uh, to
2: know the London Irish one. <laughs> <laughs> he's, probably,
1: he's probably winning at the moment too. <laughs> um, who couldn't I be with? Um, if anyone probably probably Stefan Armitage.
3: Right, and why is that? Oh, no, he's going to break Jack's heart. <laughs> we'll, we'll call him back. We'll we'll get
0: him on it. We'll get him on it. <laughs>
3: He'll have to come and defend himself now, won't he?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, oh, it's, just, it's just... okay. Sometimes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, you mentioned earlier that, obviously, he was a bit of a nightmare on the drink sometimes. Would that be the main reason he'd be a bit of a nightmare, or is there another reason?
1: Yeah, no, that would probably be the main reason. Um, <laughs>
3: Stop saying on the drink he's not got an alcohol problem
2: perfect and and okay one uh one sort of final uh scenario question um, you wake up in a dark room, that little freaky thing from Saw cycles across on his little tricycle um all of a sudden on the table you've got four four bottles of Jaegermeister, twenty points of Guinness um Ten vodka and cokes and ten whiskey chasers. You've got to pick one player to help you get through them in in three hours. Who'd you pick?
1: Oh. Anyone that played from London Irish in two thousand and six to
0: two thousand. <laughs> 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 um, I told you, boys. This is why I fell in love with rugby. That's <laughs> the <laughs>
1: oh wow. Um, there's some pretty. Yeah, it could be uh, Chris for you.
2: Right. Do strong. I mean he you would do most of it with he or is it just you go drink for drink on it?
1: Um I think i will turn into a race.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. turn into a race on who falls asleep first.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. And there's one question that funnily enough, Jack asked the other day, um, which I think is a great question. I asked it previously, a couple of days ago. Um, If you could give your 16-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Question. Take the blue coat? What was that? that Take take the blue coat. I think I'll I'll just say... um, um, I'd say make make sure, make make sure you know, make, sure you're, um, make sure you're present
4: mm-hmm.
1: be be present but I think earlier on in my career I was um I was always looking to the next looking to the next looking to the next that um, uh, it took me a while to um, really en- enjoy what I was doing I think mm-hmm. so just yeah if anything just make sure I was, I was present and yeah and then also, um, yeah. Later on, later on, the career, make sure um, um, not to be too present. Mm.
4: <laughs>
3: Brilliant! Brilliant! Perfect. Well, so Tom, anything else from you, buddy? Or oh, good. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate yeah. you uh, taking the time yeah. to talk to us. Been a pleasure.
1: Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. And I uh, no, really, really appreciate the chat and. I wish you guys all the best of what what's going on down there. Thank you, um awesome. you guys have going to do some awesome stuff with the Dodgers and I can't wait to pull on their jersey. Excellent.
2: Well, we're <laughs> holding to that, yeah. we'll get that sorted, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming on, Saylala. And we'll all be every game we play on from now, we'll all be sacky. <laughs> <Sacky> boys. <laughs> thank you
1: very <for>
2: much.
1: <laughs> uh, awesome appreciate it.
2: I'd like to yeah, catch okay. up uh, when we've got some rugby to talk about, hopefully, in the future.
1: Yeah, man. Um, you got my details now, so uh, we're we'll, we'll, awesome. always, always happy to chat, man.
2: Awesome. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Also, Lala, thank you very much. And I enjoyed the lesson.